now, the Galway Film Flab begins today, that renowned festival for the serious film fanatics among us. Six days of screenings, workshops and obviously gawking at famous people. Let's face it, that's what it's all about. And it features the world premiere of The Martini Shot, which stars Fiona Glascott, who's in our London studio. Good morning to you, Fiona. Hi, Oliver. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. And, and before we get into the, the name dropping and uh, your beautiful life in movies <laughs> and movie sets, we, we need, obviously, to judge you based on where you're from, what you've been up to all your life. So tell us a little bit of about your, your early life, please. Uh, well, I grew up in Carrick and Shore in County Tipperary and uh, had a very, you know, normal, lovely Irish upbringing. And then I went to Trinity College in Dublin to study drama. Uh-huh. And then I've, I've actually got pretty lucky very quickly, really. I um, I ended up in Fair City pretty early and also started to do a lot of plays in Dublin, in the Abbey and in the Gate. And at that time, you know, well, for years, really, there's been so many film productions happening in Ireland. I was able to sort of learn the, the film side of things, doing little roles here and there to sort of really, really work on my craft and build up a, a CV. And uh, that was it, really. And then I left for London and I've been very lucky to travel a lot which has been one of the wonderful joys of this job for me because I love travelling and play so many different characters and and meet so many fantastic people it's been really wonderful You're busy busy Uh, going (laughs) through the just stepping back a small bit to the the Abbey and the Gate Theatres where you did quite a bit of work what sort of grounding did that give you because Irish theatre is sometimes looked at forlornly it's controversial but it's it's really important for actors isn't it the scene here Absolutely. I'm. I mean, if you look at the history of our theatre in this country, and also being Irish, we have such an amazing literary history of books and poetry and songs and stories, and all of that comes together in the theatre. I feel in Ireland, and especially going to a, a drama school that was a theatre school, they got you ready to go on stage to actually yeah. be able to go on the Abbey stage and on the Gate stage, and and, and bring wonderful works. To be able to do that in front of people is is fantastic. And it was a, a, a brilliant grounding for the start of my career because I started just in theatre mm-hmm. and then had to learn. It's a completely different medium film, which I know everybody knows, but it's honestly, you're always in the way. I mean, I'm still <laughs> always in the way. It's unbelievable, <laughs> even though I've been doing it for so long and I feel incredibly comfortable on a film set. It's just one of those things. Whereas on stage, you can play together. You've spent so much time rehearsing and mm. you get to work on a, on a on a piece of theatre over and over again. And different audiences bring different energies. Yes. And to be able to do that on the Abbey stage is, was really special for me, certainly. Yeah. And I'm very proud of that. But we can hear that in your voice. Your, your oh. parents were also involved. Involved in in amateur dramatics, weren't they, and, and musicals that's, and things? That's right. Yeah, yeah. My mother's part of uh, Brewery Lane Theatre Company, and um, she acted and then directed. And at the moment, she's um, sort of looking for plays for them to do. That's sort of where her interest lies now. But she's very much involved. And my father did a lot of musicals, so I was always around the theatre. Uh, when I was very young, and that's 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 really what made me want to be an actress. You know. That's really part of the vocational aspect of the whole thing, isn't it? Just to be part of the world and to understand it because it's a peculiar thing to jump into otherwise if you don't have it in the family. I suppose it is, yes. I mean, I have met people who have jumped into it from nowhere just because of because of the love of it. But maybe the fact that, you know, I also love films too, so maybe I would have been more interested in, 
in being on film had I not had my parents, you know, have me in a theatre from a very young age um, and constantly talking about uh, plays and writers and actors and performances and accents. So, yeah, it really did. Also, I, I from a very young age, I wanted to be an actress. So, well, I wanted to be a synchronised swimmer first. Oh, right, OK. Um, and I'm, st- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get there, Oliver, right. somehow. Still working um, on that one. Some, I'm going to work on that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, But then I... Uh, but from oh, from a very young age, I wanted to be an actress, and I was very lucky that I had that around me. And and my parents are still hugely supportive, but were incredibly supportive at the time because nobody in our family was a, a professional actor or singer uh-huh. or anything. So they yes. really were like, okay, well, you know. You smashed through that barrier, indeed. Uh, A lot of people will know you. Originally, uh, we would have might might have spotted you for the first time in terms of this is the stardom I'm coming to is in the movie Brooklyn opposite Saoirse Ronan. Is that the the film that people sort of stop you in the street and chat you about? Yeah, they do. And I, I, I love it. It's really wonderful. It was an incredible film to be part of and do. But that story of that family affected people so much that for a few years afterwards, um, I, people would stop me in the street or when I was, you know, queuing up in a coffee shop or something and, and tell me stories about their family wow. and their lives. Um, and I felt really privileged. It, it's a really, it was a really special moments when that happened. That that. And I really wanted to know what their stories were, and they were they were very moved by it. I think it it really affected a lot of people. It's like that dark history of Ireland. Yes, absolutely. And we have so much, don't we? Yeah. And it was so it was told in such a beautiful way, and it was so beautifully acted. I mean, Saoirse mm. Ronan, what an extraordinary performer! And she was just—I thought she just did the most beautiful job of taking us through that journey that must have been absolutely terrifying. And I was thinking today, uh, coming in, it popped into my mind about when we were shooting the scene in um, on the docks when myself and Jane Brennan were saying bye-bye and yeah. how everybody was destroyed. <laughs> everybody, the crew, everyone, you looked at her lovely face and, you know, it was heartbreaking. Oh. But a lot of the time we were filming it, you know, there was just a really deep feeling of... of loss and understanding and respect for those people who have actually gone through this, who had gone through it, and you know, while you were filming. So it was a really incredible experience to to do. I mean, it's kind of... um it's 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 amazing that as a as an as a performer you have to carry the story around with you sometimes isn't it um it's, yeah yes exactly yeah i was going to go to, from to the fantasy now which is where we all go to hide from dark <laughs> histories and reckonings with our past so you're you're in the potterverse now through fantastic beasts and uh, i mean the movie the second one that the, the, the grossed about 650 million dollars yeah how has wow. that changed things for you because you're now in the realm of the super fans and and, and the selfies and the fanatics oh that's very sweet um i i, I don't look like um professor McGonagall when i'm walking around the streets <laughs> so i don't get i i don't get you know what eddie would get or 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 any of the others but what i do get is um People are so excited by the Harry Potter world, and mm. I, I am as well. And so it, you get so much warmth and conversation about it and excitement, so that when people do talk about it and, and want to discuss it, 
then it's it's something that's really enjoyable. And you're right, it isn't, you know, the dark history of Ireland. It, it's yeah. the fantasy world. And as you say, we all need a bit of fantasy. We all love a bit of fantasy. So it's great to be able to dive in there and talk about wands. And, you know, I and I, and I had Maggie Smith's actual wand that she wow. used in the original films that they gave because me. Because obviously the role is made famous by Maggie Smith in the original absolutely. Harry Potter movies. Uh, oh so you're God. using the actual props from, from her time on the films. Her actual wand yeah I couldn't believe it and it was given to me everybody sort of stood around and there was a real moment when it was handed to me and they said this is actually the wand and it was very exciting it was really exciting it's one thing to have the wand but what about the the voice that Maggie Smith uh, created for Professor McGonagall um, I know I mean it's terrifying you can only imagine you know I mean she's such an incredibly She's a legend, Maggie yeah. Smith, obviously, all her work over the years and played this part so perfectly. Um, I had a, a fantastic dialect coach to help me and we worked on it for weeks and weeks and she gave me so many little tricks and listening, you know, when to listen, how to listen, what to do, um, to the point that when I got onto the set, which is, you know, huge these this film is it's another sort of really exciting thing about it was uh, the size of the studio you know wow. the actual vastness that the difference be- between there's something like the martini shot where we might do four or five scenes in a day mm-hmm. because it's an independent movie to i think i spent i think we spent five days on one scene really fantastic yeah and i was like what <laughs> it was it's sort of does it, uh, amazing. Does it drive you, know? you a bit mad? Um, because you're waiting um, around a long time, aren't you? To do very, uh, I don't want to say very little, because it's obviously very important <laughs> what you're doing. But I mean, <laughs> one scene in five days, I think a lot of people are one thinking, scene in five days. what's going on? Well, I suppose the thing is, is that because there's always something happening in those five days because mm. they, just the amount of time that's taken and, and the time that has to be taken and, and I suppose visual effects. I mean, I couldn't really talk about it massively because of on my side, mm-hmm. but you always feel um, active because you're kind of always waiting. You're always ready. Yeah. So you might go on and do a rehearsal and then they might go, OK, well, you'll have to have a little break now. We might just... Sh- excuse me, shoot like this part of the scene and then that part of the scene. But it doesn't, it didn't feel like I was waiting around for for, for days because you're sort of always kind I of see. ready. And to be honest with you, something like Fantastic Beasts, when you're looking, when you're on those sets and you're, and you're looking at the people in costumes and, you know, there was one day where we had, and I don't think it ended up in the film, but we, we were in, we just surrounded by owls. So there was a day wow. where there were owls everywhere huge ones, small ones, little ones, you know, and there was a falcon and there was, you know, there's, there's, and there's always some, there's so many people to talk to because there's so many members of the crew yeah. to the original Harry Potter films and they're all fans of the books. Mm. So it's, it, it just it just feels very alive, you know. This kind of um, factory of fantasy that you're living in. It's a lovely way to yeah, spend your day. Yeah, Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, now, you're, you're currently in the HBO Max series Julia, which is a huge hit. Um, you probably made it a while ago, but we're only seeing it going out now. 93% on, on Rotten Tomatoes. This is going down very well, this show, isn't really? it? Really? Yeah. Oh, my God, that's great. I didn't realise. Yes, it is, and I adore it. And I um, we actually, our second series will be out later this year. Ah. Um, yeah, it's an amazing, it's an amazing show. It's um, Sarah Lancashire as Julia Child, the American chef who wrote uh, Mastering the Art of French Cooking mm-hmm. and managed to get it published through me, Judith Jones, yeah. who I play in Knopf, um, the 
the publishing house and I became her editor. And Judith Jones, who I play, is also an, in- an incredible woman. She used to um, translate Sartre and Camus and Simone de Beauvoir. And she edited all of John Updike's books and, and Tyler. And she's she's really she's really a, an extraordinary woman. And yeah. then also loved France. So she made such a big deal out of Julia Child's book that they published it. And then from that, Julia Child did her... Uh, cooking show and that was apparently the first ever cooking show on TV. Really? Yeah, and our show is the first year of our show is the first year of her cooking show uh-huh. and then the second year of our show is the second year of her cooking show. Um and it's 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 a it's a beautiful show. It's Sarah Lancashire as we know is incredible. David Hyde Pierce plays her husband Paul. Uh BB Newworth is in it. Isabella Rossellini. It's 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 an incredible job and uh, also we get to eat okay. amazing. <laughs> Food. So the food is good. Uh, the, your character Judith, being a publisher, she rescued certain books from the from the reject pile. She's a fascinating character in that she era did. of publishing. She really did. She was working for Doubleday in Paris, mm-hmm. and her job was to write back to um, the books that were being rejected and you know explain. And she came across the Diary of Anne Frank, mm. which I think had been published in France but hadn't gone out around the world. And uh, the she picked it up and was found that picture that's on the cover of the book that we yeah. all know so arresting that she sat down and she read it and she actually read it straight through, and she made such a big big deal out of it and said you have to print this. This is extraordinary and Doubleday did and yeah. Doubleday printed it and then it went to America and it went to uh, all over the world and it, which is it's I think it's a remarkable legacy of That's unbelievable. Um, yeah. Judith Jones to have yeah because the it's such a historical document isn't mm. it and I mean amazing amazing achievement to to have uh, rescued yeah. it from a reject pile it's hard I to believe. know now we know yeah. that you 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 obviously got the vocal coaches and you got Dame Maggie Smith's version of McGonagall down, but you're very <laughs> very good at, at an American accent in particular in the Martini shot, which is the movie oh, that's, that's premiering in the Galway Film. Well, I, I just gotta say because a lot of Irish actors, it's a difficult one to just completely master, and uh, because there's some of our vowels seem to get in the way, don't they? I don't know how do you manage to do the American accent in in this film. Um. Well, I'm just floating on a cloud. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's really kind of you. Uh, I suppose I, 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 I've, I've been auditioning for American jobs for a very long time and I've had different dialect coaches for each, mm. each thing. So I've sort of been working on an American accent kind of constantly throughout my career. Um, and it's, you're right, some things get in the way, but some are kind of similar. Yeah. And it's 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 getting the right ear to 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 sort of pinpoint the ones that are similar and listen, watching a lot of American TV and, yeah, and films yeah. does help as well because it sort of goes into your ear. And also Matthew M- Modine being American helps. It helps if somebody is there with you. True. I mean, it's scary because obviously you can go, well, if I go wrong, then they'll know. That's what I was going to say, you know, because when you have an American there, you can kind of spot if someone's not quite fully American. Exactly. Tell, tell us about the, the martini shot. There's a very peculiar and particular sense of humour here, isn't there? Yes, it, yes, it is. It's a, uh, it's a funny one to describe. So I'm, yeah. what I'm, what I'm going to say about the film is that um, imagine if God was a terminally ill film director <laughs> who comes to Ireland to make his last great work of art. That's what I'm going to say. That's Matthew Modine. That's Matthew Modine. And imagine that you're the producer 
of that movie mm-hmm. and that's me so not only do you have the normal things that you have to deal with when you're producing which are, of course are huge and difficult and all that kind of thing but you also have the fact that your director is bringing actors back from the dead so yes. you've got to deal with agents you've got to deal with unions he keeps changing locations and it's it, that's basically where we are and it's 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 a very funny um but i think really interesting look at mortality and it's it's it ultimately ends up being very moving yeah. but um yeah i'm i i think it's 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 very it's very funny i mean we've got well, that's you know, the best, john, john cleese in there yeah the best is, best type know, of comedy that has an actual serious point in the end of it oh i'm and really i presume that that's why that, the yeah. likes of john cleese decided to get involved when he picked up this script I, I, yes, I, I, I guess you're, I think you're right. Yeah, and, and Sir Derek Jacobi and Stuart Townsend and Matthew Modine himself, you know, mm-hmm. um, playing that playing that main role of, of God who's called Steve, which is also uh, kind of hilarious. Um, yeah, I, 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 really, I really like where the, the film takes us because it, it sort of has a look at w- w- what we do as humans, which is, is quite often, if, if we're not happy with the way things are, we, we quite often change our maybe situation or relationship. or And it's that thing of, well, you know, you can't run away from yourself. Wherever you go, you're going to take yourself with you. And is it, is it better to just maybe try and deal with what's going on rather than change everything out there? Yeah. Um, and I think, I think that's really, I like that. I think it's really interesting. And I'm in Mary, the person I play, Mary, where she's, I, I feel like she's just so busy with work that it, it just means that there can't be any room for anything else. And in that way, you know, you don't have to say, well, like, I, I, I don't, I just, you know, like I don't have time for a relationship or yeah, social life. I, I'm too busy. I love that line actually, that Matthew Modine's character, the director, says, I've never noticed, you know, other people can be lonely too. So that's kind of yeah, a strange yeah. place where the laughs comes from, but it does somehow work. Uh, so the, the Martini shot is having its world premiere at the Galway Film Fla this yes. Thursday. Fiona, will you be at the Galway Film Fla? I will. Brilliant. I'm really excited about okay. it because I've never been to the Galway Fla. So... You're going to have a blast of a time. Go oh, I'm f- going to have a blast. Goawayfilmfla.com. And you're having a blast anyway. So continued success to you, Fiona Glasscott, with uh, the beautiful <laughs> name and everything attached to it. That's and I'm sure they're kind. all very proud of you down in Carrick on Shore in Tip. Aww. So take Thanks care. Enjoy so your day. You too. Good morning Thanks to you. Thanks so much. Slán. Bye.